check it out. Coming to you live from the very tip top of Crawford Mountain. And up here at the top, I get a different perspective. Oh my, oh my. No matter how I look at it, I can just tell that it's historic. What's happening tonight? Sunday, March 22nd, 12.17 in the a.m., America is confused my oh my how I pray for my brothers and sisters crossroads for sure no matter how you want to look at it whether you think the worst or the best something in between this is something that's not happened well that happened back in 1918 I guess in some places 
Well, some places that this did happen, where they did quarantine people, they turned out to be okay. And the ones that just kind of ran around, well, things didn't work out well for them. Like I said before, healthy 30-year-old dudes just, like, dropped dead at the street corner. Now, granted, he probably shouldn't have been outside. Not trying to go to work. Should have been home. But I guess... Gotta do what you gotta do. More than one dude did that. A lot of people all the way across America. Close to 500 million people worldwide. Now this is supposedly worse. I can't say it isn't. I don't know. I don't have faith in the people giving me the information. I don't have a lot of faith in mankind sometimes. Especially the ones in power. I don't believe most of them got to that point in their career by being good people. Granted, I'm sure some of them are. But still. That is a Shark Tank kind of world. You know, they, they don't sleep. Just it's a whole different kind of people up there, top of the food chain. In the land where we're all created equal, turns out some of us are more equal than others. Is that just a problem maybe? Is just that we got a few of those narcissistic kinda sociopath, psychotic, flamboyant, egotist up there at the top of the food chain making the, the decisions? Because, you know, you and I aren't the type of people going to try to go get those jobs because, well, we don't have a lot of faith in those people, so why would we? There are some people that that job is very appealing. They get power. Like you and me, we don't want power. We just want to pay the electric bill. Get along with everybody in this civilized world. That's what I like most about America. Is that we were very civilized. (coughs) Now there's a lot of bad things. But a lot more good things happen here in America that no one ever gets to hear about. All the good things that go on 
in your neighborhood that you don't even know about or I know about. You know, we don't know everybody and we don't know what's going on sometimes down at the end of the block. Especially now, nobody wants to talk to the neighbors. Darn it. Not that I'm a big neighbor talker, but some of my neighbors don't want to talk, so I don't mess with them. But hey. What do we do? What do you do? What can we do in a world when you can catch the flu? Then, especially with just me, you know, I'm not pointing fingers and saying you have this problem. But I was wondering if I have a a belief bias. Do I have one? Does anybody else out there have a belief bias? What I learned from a college-educated woman. Inference to conclusion. Am I inferring to conclusion on this? Am I not getting the right all the information I need before I make my decision of the whole thing and run it through to the end? And this is how it's going to be. Do I have a belief bias? You know, whatever I believe. There's Everybody else has got a different belief of what we're going through right now. There's a lot of inferring to conclusion going on. And why not? We don't have enough information So we have to put together with what little bit of information we actually can get. And there's really no actual solid information. You can get numbers of all sorts and sizes. So, good luck with that. I won't dispute that people have died, are dying, and are going to die. Yep. I guess that's going to happen, whether I want it to or not. Probably should pray more. I don't know about you. I think praying helps. Because I think there's a reason for praying. Especially if everybody's all on board with the same prayer. I believe we could move mountains. There's a verse in the Bible about having a mustard seed of faith and being able to move a mountain. Now, that's a complicated verse. If you want to get into the heart of it, if you just want to get into the little bit, dabble right into it, of course. If you just got a, you know, the mustard seed is a tiny, tiny seed. 
and it grows into a big old plant if you let it in the right condition. This little teeny tiny mustard seed, probably pound for pound, might be like you know the most output of a, of a seed. I don't know. I could be wrong on that. I get you know there are some 200 foot trees maybe 100 foot. I don't know any more about that actually. So, but a little teeny tiny mustard seed has a lot that comes out of it. But if you just have that, if you just break it down to the smallest equation, just the tiniest of faith, apparently, that can erupt into the largest amount of something, the largest amount of faith, you can move a mountain. And that's just one person. Now there's a lot of different ways to look at that verse. Don't really, you know, go all in on what I'm saying right here. So remember, when I was a kid and got a hold of that verse, I thought I could be a Jedi. Okay, there you go. So I did not get Jedi powers. So you know, if we look at it from my perspective, then I have like less than a mustard seed of faith because if I had a mustard seed of faith I could move mountains and since I can't move mountains well so there there's you know different ways to look at that verse and uh, that's what I like about the Bible yes and I was looking up the uh, the old uh, Jesus disappearing from the crowd versus like I said I got like six or there's six or seven or eight I'm not sure but I got into the Greek and uh, I don't know it kind of holds up you can kind of take that translation I'd have to know a little bit more Greek, but I could reach for it today without completely understanding what I was thinking, but it's there. In Greek. I hope that's Greek. Yeah, it's Greek. It's the in the Gospels. Which I was... Actually, I looked up uh, specifically one verse and then assuming that that I was going to find the same because these, all these verses are kind of the same. I just wanted to check one. And that verse that I did check was... Was that Luke 4.30? Yeah. I can't quote it and I don't have my Bible open. And I even look at the New Living Translation here at the house. Too. It had a different take of it. But I like the supernatural part of him just, boom, disappearing, flashing, you know, gone. Like Star Trek style or something like that. Or just like, maybe, they just, the light spectrum didn't work right in their eyeballs for a second and they couldn't see him. Who knows? 
Did he have a cloaking device on? Was there a smartphone in his robe? I don't know, but those are still pretty unique place to be. And I want to be careful too about the Bible. I'm not a Bible teacher. Uh, I'm more of a Bible promoter. Just yeah, Jesus promoter. Yeah, I don't want to like make you think I know what I'm talking about. Now there are people who spent more time at that than me. So definitely check out Matthew Miller, and he could send you in the right direction for somebody to look up and I do not have his permission to send people to him so I hope uh, he doesn't mind I don't really, I don't really know the guy but he's always answered my email so that's cool so you can check him out I don't know his email address so you'll have to look it up but that's a guy blow your mind kind of three layers of a verse but of course then don't go all in on just one verse either that's a big mistake you know even with the, the Jesus verse but always kind of go 10 or 20 verses ahead 10 or 20 uh, after get like the full content what's going on I don't think you had to go too far to understand what was happening in that verse. Luke 4.30. Yeah. I'm not going to read it either. I don't have either one of them. One of them out and uh, my Bible app on the computer is not wanting to work. So, there. And I, I can't wing it that good. So. Hey. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you stopped by. I'd get you an iced tea, but, well, you know, I can't get to you right now. Well, I was thinking, because there's people saying that there's a war going on, and... I was thinking a war, huh? And a war involves battles. That's what really make up a war. A war is kind of singular, but battles and battles and battles are fought in each war. It's not like there was a war and it was just fought one day and it was over. There were, you know, the armies are all over the place. Usually, kind of how it works. Battle plan. <clears throat> You're always trying to flank somebody somewhere. And then, uh, I was thinking about the uh, infiltration and truth. Truth is the first casualty of war. And, and infiltrators. Yeah, a good war has infiltrators on both sides.
And if you can get those people, those infiltrators, to certain positions, well, things can happen. And uh, <clears throat> what was his name? Anyway, he was talking about the churches being infiltrated in America by, like, witches, covens. Oh, I almost had his name. I'm sorry, I should have wrote it down. It should come to me. Um, but uh, he's got a pretty convincing story on churches being infiltrated. And he's been at this for years. Russ Dizdar. Yeah, because I listened to him a lot, way long ago. And I mean, it's probably been five or more years, ten, since I listened to him. But before then, I listened to a lot of old Russ Dizdar. His stuff is like frightening. You know, talk about witches infiltrating churches, and this guy—he's like kind of a witch hunter. He goes and spiritually battles and prays against them, you know, kind of thing. He don't actually go out and hunt them down and shoot them or anything. He goes and prays on them. It's a uh, very unique. I'm surprised that we never really caught on. But there you go, man. Russ Dizdar. Are the churches? Could they be infiltrated by witches? You know, you gotta go through a few, you know, we infiltrate by coming in, starting at the bottom, do things here and there, build up the trust, and then bam, you're in there. And then you're banging the, I don't know, the, preacher or somebody else in there is married get everybody all riled up spread little rumors is that possible could they be infiltrated could the politicians be infiltrated that did that from whatever groups and such and whatnot. I don't know. This is just a mess, and I'm just thinking if I'm scaring you, I apologize. Sometimes I just like to think things out. Well, there's all kinds of different things. Usually I like to roll with what's it? Occam's razor. The simplest answer is usually the answer kind of thing. You know, if you look back, what's the simplest answer? The simplest answer is all this is going to be over in a couple weeks. April 7th. The trucks are rolling. Supplies are moving. All good. There ain't nothing going on. There ain't nobody trying to come in the back door and 
take over America while everybody's sitting at the house. Nobody's going to turn our money into nothing. Everything's going to be fine. Fine and dandy. That is the simplest, easiest answer. Or, the poop is going to hit the fan. Wow. I don't know. This is a historical moment for sure. And if this is a war, what are the sides? Is it good versus bad? Is it that simple? There's a good side and a bad side. I kind of prefer that there's a a good and a goodish and a gooder, and they're kind of battling the the bad and the other. They're they're just as bad, and another couple other bad outfits. And then, you know, you got all these bad people jockeying for position. Then you got all the good people over there. They, they got a jockey for position, too. So there, there's a lot going on in my thinking. Of course, right now there's not much to do other than think. Tidy up around the house. Make, every, make sure everything's going okay. I was in the pool with my honey this afternoon. She froze to death. She said the wind made her was freezing. The water temperature was 85. It was probably about 85 outside. It was kind of cute. I was wanting to just throw her in the pool, but she she just don't seem to like that kind of shenanigans. So what kind of sides are there in this war? Do you have to pick a side or are we already on it and we don't know it? Do we not know it? Bible talks about battling these unknown entities of uh, business and media. Of course, it doesn't use those words. I'm just kind of inferring for you what it could be. Like 
Ephesians. Ephesians 6.12, I believe. Don't hold me to it, but it's close. It's right in there. I might be dyslexic and got... It ain't 12.6, I don't think. That, that'll wise you up. That's another one of those one verses. If you just stop right there, that, that'll blow your mind. It's like, what? Principalities? That can get freaky deaky. Because that's kind of like supernatural right there. And, uh, well, who knows? And she knows. They were wondering about the similarity to, uh, the old capital H Nazi crazy man in Germany telling their people to be good and then being good about things. I don't think the American people could go that far. I don't think, uh, I, I believe we care too much. It's obvious, you know, or hopefully these liberals have been doing the things they're doing because they actually do care for the people they're doing all that for and not to just sell them down the river when the crap hits the fan. So, uh, I, I believe, you know, we're good people you know we're kind of buttholes too but we're not scumbags you know the major part of the population anyway I don't know yeah about 70-80% are pretty decent folk those can be buttholes they're not scumbags but you know a lot of them can be buttholes but they're in their heart they'd always you know they love their mom their grandma <clears throat> those kind of people we got plenty of them yeah God bless America well heck I don't know I'm just hanging out what are you going to be doing tomorrow do we have belief bias can we get stuck in a rut and go down the wrong rabbit hole Well, I think everything's going to be okay for some reason. I just don't feel it ending yet. But that's just me. Even if it does end, I guess I'm really not worried about it because I'm still just the Jesus guy. And if this happens, it happens. And, you know, I can't snap my fingers and make it all go away. If I could have, I would have done that years ago. I'd have made us all peace, love, and 
freaky dippy hippies. Nothing wrong with being a hippie, but just shut up sometimes. <laughs> Let the adults speak. But somebody got to look out for the trees and remind us we're human beings. That's one good thing about Americans. We like to keep each other in check. We don't mind pointing a finger at somebody else. And that's okay. Because sometimes an, what could have been an unsolved murder gets solved because of some nosy neighbor. They ain't never seen that truck before in the driveway. Just went ahead and wrote down the license plate and I don't know why I just ain't didn't like it it happens so God bless you nosy neighbor there's nosy neighbors out there everywhere and if you're one so what you can find out what's going on are we really in a war? What battles have been fought already? Are we in a battle right now? I always thought that there was something else. I like to think it's just God. Because these they people should have been able to do something. They've been at it forever, right? So, it's like it's a bad cartoon, and it's like the mastermind is always losing. The plans never quite come together. Kind of thing, like they don't quite get control of the world. There's always us right now, and we're not the only ones that like the freedom and whatnot. But something, or this just their ineptness, something always happens to stop that kind of nonsense from going on, it seems to me. something supernatural or is it just a you know if the Illuminati is what you want to call the one side I like to call this side say like the dark that these guys have inf infiltrated the Illuminati and are you know sabotage the, the Illuminati it's just a theory it could happen. It could happen. Okay, come on. You know it could. Well, I'm Bentley Craig. And I sure am glad that you stopped by. I'm glad to have the universe's rarest creation my friend listening to my 
things that I thought. And if you'd like to get a hold of me, you can do that at Bentley Craig at Outlook.com. You can hear this show on the Friends Radio Network.com. Thank you, Johnny McMahon. Wherever you are, and his host of intellectual uh, freaky people. And I mean that in a nice way. You can hear the French Radio Network.com on KFSA. You can. Um, you can hear this show at anchor.fm. Yes, you can. And I recommend you do your own podcast. Make it a personal journal like mine. And uh, and hang out with the people. I'm looking around. I'm always listening to podcasts. I like some of the unsolved paranormal crime. I don't know bunch of stupid stuff I like Johnny McMahon's Iron Show and Matthew Miller and his son and uh, uh, Chris White he's a good one that was his Bible prophecy I think but anyway there's a bunch Dr. Future's gonna be on some of the podcasts on the Friends Radio Network coming up so uh, check that out I'll mention it when I see it because Dr. Future is a is a treat to listen to oh yeah oh yeah well this is Things Thought on Circle Drive coming to you live from the very tip top of Crawford Mountain the top of the world thanks for stopping by make sure you come by again be safe be careful make sure you look both ways before you cross the street you can do the rest all by yourself remember life is a circle drive apparently we've been here before and we'll get through this and do it again but you know what and until then I'll see you then.
Hey, check it out.